Hey, it's Chris Beltran, and I'm a brand strategist to some of today's most influential online and personal brands that have impacted millions. And with over a decade as a creative director, I've helped countless overlooked businesses become in demand by transforming their branding from looking and sounding generic to iconic so that they can make a bigger impact. This show is going to flip the script on how we approach business, life, and success because you're about to get an inside look on how to unlock your true potential by becoming more aligned, intentional, and meaningful with your life and business. Look, I've seen firsthand just how more impactful you can become when you're more mindful and strategic with what you put out in the world. That's why I'm a firm believer there's a new way to measure success, and it's not just by your income, but by the impact you're having. Welcome to the Brand Your Impact Podcast. All right, welcome to the second episode of the Brand Your Impact podcast. I'm so stoked that you're here because today we're going to be talking about the difference between a business and a brand. You know, these are two parts of the same company that you run. Think of it as like two sides to the same coin. The business side is really the internal side of what you're creating, and that's going to be when you're focusing on the internal structure, the systems, the teams, things like that. But your brand is all about focusing on the external things like exposure, positioning, and community, and expectations. So when we look at a business, we're really looking at something that delivers goods. And when we look at a brand, we're looking at something that actually develops a movement. And so there's a very big difference between the two. And a lot of times, most entrepreneurs are just focusing on the business side of things. And what happens is they get so caught up on sales and numbers and things like that, that they lose the brand appeal to their audience. And brand appeal is basically what attracts your audience, right? When your brand is more intentional, when it strikes a chord with your audience, you're actually going to attract better types of clients. And in another episode, I'm going to be talking about the different types of clients that you can attract by the different levels of branding that you have. And it's very interesting because just really quick here in a nutshell, poor branding will attract bargain buyers because there's nothing for them to really be connected to. And so it's very important to really look at the company that you're creating as like, again, there's two sides to the same company you're building, the business side and the brand side. And the business side is really all about the transactions. And the brand side is all about the transformations. Think of it this way. With the business, you're talking about the pricing and all the features and all the things that are going to come with your product or services. But the brand side of things, you're talking about the transformation. You know, what solutions and what's the effect of what you're offering going to have on your customers and clients. And so as you start to dive deeper into creating messaging principles and developing your brand story and things like that, it's really key to understand that branding at its core is the visual and verbal love language of a brand. And this is what speaks to a specific audience and reinforces their desired identity. And if you really think about it, great branding ultimately inspires and it impacts its audience with two things, intentional imagery and meaningful messaging. So you can just look at the brands that you engage with the most, that you buy from the most, right? 
there's an emotional connection that you have. And so another big difference between a business and a brand is that a business really is focusing on ways to get to streamline their systems, to really innovate an industry. Where on the other hand, a brand is looking at how can we impact the culture? How can we really create something that goes beyond our business, that goes beyond our products and services? And again, coming from corporate, big businesses have departments for their branding. They have creative departments. And this is kind of what I want to really shed some light on is that if you're only looking at how do we sell more and not looking at how can we engage more and create more exposure and awareness for our brand, I feel like a lot of times that businesses just run dry. They don't have the runway that a lot of brands have because I look at it as like, as a business, you're mainly focused on receipts and things like that, but a brand you're focusing on results. And so as you start to build your brand, ultimately, this is what I kind of want you to understand is that you start as a business. When you have no branding, you're just a business. A lot of times you're looked at as a commodity. There's nothing that differentiates your business from any other business in your industry. But once you add branding, think of this as like the packaging to your business. Then you start to look different. You start to sound different and you start to act different. Again, we need to look at our company as two-sided. And so another thing I want to kind of emphasize again is with a business, we're really focused on gaining more customers. And with a brand, we're looking at how do we create more brand ambassadors? How do we create a culture where people want to share our mission and our products and services over and over and over again? One thing that I've been very fortunate and blessed is to have brand ambassadors, to have a lot of referrals. For a long time, I never really did any ads, any self-promotion or anything like that. Most of the time, I'm just sharing the success of my clients. I'm just sharing the results of the rebrands that I've done. And a lot of times people will see that and go, ooh, I want something like that. I want that. I want to have that type of feeling for my own brand. And so we don't really say that with our business, right? Oh, I want my business to feel that way. No, it's I want my brand to feel that way. And so a lot of times when we look at bigger brands in different industries, they are doing things to not only connect with people on an emotional level, but they're connecting with people on an awareness level. And what I mean by that is the more awareness that someone has with a brand, the easier it is for them to really become infatuated with your brand. Think of this like Apple or Tesla or any other big brand that has really created a culture within their brand, right? So you have these people that are waiting in line, sometimes days, it seems like, but they're waiting in line for whatever is offered next. And that's what I want for you as you're building your brand is to create this awareness, to create this this culture around what you're offering, to create a community around what you're offering so that people not only become buyers, but they're becoming brand ambassadors and they're sharing your mission and what you're offering on a consistent basis. 
And like I said, for me, not really promoting my business on an advertising level, not running ads and things like that, like I just said, but more or less, I was focused on my customer's experience. And this is another way that we can elevate our brand by enhancing our customer's experience. That's when they become a raving fan, right? This is what, think of this with Apple, right? When they started to come out with their packaging, very minimalistic, but everything was intentional. Everything from the box to how you open the box to how the products come out of the box, everything was thought of. Everything was intentional and strategic. And that's how we have to be. That's how we really position our brands at the top by providing an experience that is like no other. And people will remember the experience more than the product that you're offering. And that's something I really learned over time is that it's the experience that people remember. And it's the experience that helps position your brand and really makes your brand stand out amongst any other, what I would say, overlooked business in your industry. And this is the thing. If you don't have branding, if you don't have good branding, at least consistent branding, your business is going to be overlooked by those that have invested into good branding. Now, if you're just starting out and you're creating all the graphics, you've created your logo and things like that, you've chosen some colors, hey, that's okay. The main thing is that you're consistent because consistency is the one thing that makes you recognizable. Over time, if you start to see the same colors, same fonts, logo, just you start to see this pattern of consistency, people will start to recognize, oh, this is this brand. But if it's what I call Canva hacked together, meaning that it's just random, every post, your website has different fonts all over the place, different colors, everything is just thrown together, there's no cohesiveness, well, that's confusing. And I always say a confused mind never buys because if you're looking at something that doesn't feel consistent, how can you trust that? You know, as human beings, we look for patterns in everything because patterns allow us to understand something. And so there's a lot of research on this too, which I highly suggest you look into as far as how the human brain will recognize something and immediately kind of log that in a vault as far as, okay, this is something I can trust or something I can't trust. And then that is based on an experience. And so again, going back to experiences with your brand, whether your branding is bad, good, or great at this point, if anything, focus on the experience that you're providing your customers and clients, because that's the first thing that they're going to remember. Then you can start to build upon that with great branding and great messaging. But where we all start is aligning what we're doing to the right audience. So that's the first step that we want to take. Now, going back to the differences between a business and a brand, as you can see, there are some differences that when you start to build a company, you kind of have to divide it into these two areas. Because for one, your business is very important. Systems, structures, teams, your numbers, things like that is very important. And you should start building your company in a way where you have experts, you're hiring experts for those things. But you also need to hire experts or an expert for your brand side, because that's going to help you get more exposure, like I was saying before. And that exposure is going to allow you to reach more people. 
And when you can reach more people, hey, you can get more sales, right? So as you start to really dive into this podcast, I really want you to just get a better understanding of how important branding is to your business because it does affect, and I always say this, it affects the buying decisions of your audience. And it's very important that coming out the gate, you understand that as a business owner, because a lot of times, and this is what I've seen with a lot of localized brick and mortar or small businesses, is that they don't really appreciate the value of branding. And over time, the companies that do surpass them, they become more successful. And it's no secret. (laughs) I think it's no secret anymore. I think a long time ago, you could get away with things like that. But nowadays, attention is just one of the highest currencies in our society. If you can't get the attention of your audience, it's going to be really hard to sell them something. And when you can have a consistent and cohesive look with your brand, you're going to get their attention. Now, again, branding is beyond just a logo and your colors. There's so many other pieces to your brand. And throughout this podcast, I'm going to also be diving deeper into those things. But one way to just wrap your head around all the components of a brand is I like to use this analogy. Your brand is like a book. You have the cover and then you have the inside pages. Now the cover, think of this as the visual side of your brand, the logo, your imagery, your signature patterns, colors, fonts, things like that. And if you think about it, a designer can't design the cover of a book if they don't know the story. And that's another side of your brand is the story, the inner pages. So you got to have a brand story. And this is the who, what, why, and how of your brand. Who are you helping? What are you helping them with? Why are you helping them? How are you helping them? You got to have meaningful messaging. You got to have messaging principles that you can refer to when you're writing copy. And a lot of times copywriters, especially when you hire a copywriter, they need to know specific things about what you're offering and they need to communicate that in a way that is meaningful. And so again, this is something that we teach in my program, the brand your impact program. And it's something that a lot of times is overlooked in a lot of, I would say like a lot of marketing or branding courses. It's just kind of the visual side, but the story side is also very important. The messaging is very important. And this is where, again, on the inner pages of your brand, you got to have a stance in the marketplace. You got to have a brand promise and you got to have a way to communicate your main offer. And again, all of these components of your brand are important. When you look at your business, you're not really talking about these things. It's when you start talking about your brand that you start to emphasize all of these different components. And so as you start to build your brand as you start to have more success by selling the products and services and anything else that you're offering, I highly suggest that you start to look at how can you start to invest more into the brand side of your business? Because again, with the business side, yes, you need software, you need team members, and you need all of these things to run your business, but you also need things to help bring more awareness to your business and help position you in a way that gives you more leverage within your industry. And like I was saying previously about visual value is that this is the increased perceived value 
due to being more intentional with your brand's overall image. And by being more intentional with your brand's image, it actually becomes a lot easier to find, follow, and buy from you. And one thing I will also say is that when you add visual value to your brand, you know, when it looks more consistent and cohesive, people will expect more from your company because they value it more. It feels like there's a higher quality and value that you're going to be providing. And when people expect more, guess what? They pay more. And so a lot of times when clients hire me, they want to raise their prices. And one of the easiest ways to justify raising your prices is by having your branding match the quality and the value that your business provides. And it's just important to understand that, you know, a business, again, is just generic in its nature, especially when it doesn't have any branding. You're just providing a service. You're more of a commodity at this point. So it's just important to understand that your branding sets the expectations of your customer's experience. And the greater your customer experience can be, the easier it is for them to come back for more and more of what you have to offer. So those are just a couple of differences between a business and a brand. And there's so many layers that we can go. But I want to leave it here. Because in the next couple of episodes, we're going to be diving deeper on how we can become more aligned to our audience and also how we can become more intentional with our imagery. And by doing that, we can become more meaningful with our messaging. And these are the three pillars, again, that I really want to focus on in these first couple of episodes so that we could demystify what branding really is so you can get a better idea of how important it is moving forward and how this can actually impact your customer's experience, and your company's culture. Moving forward with some of these other episodes, we're going to be talking to other entrepreneurs that are not only utilizing their branding to impact more people, but also what they're doing besides that to impact their team, their community, and also their industries. So thanks again for listening and stick around for the next episode. Hey, it's Chris Beltran here. Thanks so much for listening to the Brand Your Impact podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Our goal is to reach 100 truly inspiring reviews so that we can continue to reach so many others. Let me ask you, what impacted you the most from the show? Make sure to leave your breakthrough and a review today.